The Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services has announced a historic ambulance inflation factor for the year 2023. Is it good news or bad news? We'll find out in this episode of the QMC EMS Board and Collar Podcast. Thanks for downloading. We're glad you're checking in. Welcome to the QMC Board and Collar. News and thought-provoking discussion for today's emergency medical service professional. The Board and Collar Podcast Series is brought to you by QuickMed Claims, a national leader in emergency medical transportation revenue cycle management and reimbursement consulting. Now, your host for today's Board and Collar Podcast from QMC's business development team, Chuck Humphrey. Well, this is great news, folks. CMS released great news on October 13th using transmittal number 11642 when they announced the highest ever ambulance inflation factor set to be factored into the National Medicare Ambulance Fee Schedule in 2023. According to CMS, the AIF for 2023 will be an astounding 8.7%. The increase will be applied to the formula for ambulance transportation payments for claims with the date of service of January 1, 2023 and thereafter. The increased percentage bested last year's adjustment by a whopping 3.6%, and it tops the record increase of 5.2% achieved in way back in 1990. And, you know, there might be some bad news. And how can that be? Well, with Medicare reimbursements set to increase by a record amount for ambulance transportation, how can any of it be bad? But, you know, for the AIF to increase at this record pace, the overall factor driving the increase is the highest inflation in our American economy since the 1980s. So while the ambulance industry will be paid more dollars, we doubt that most EMS agencies will realize any relief. In fact, with the cost of goods and services skyrocketing for most EMS services, the increase in reimbursements will barely enable the industry to achieve break-even status. Add to this the fact that we are painfully aware that Medicare and Medicaid payments grossly undercut our costs to provide the service, and the end result is a bittersweet and muted celebration in kind. So let's look at how the AIF is calculated. Two factors are combined to drive the annual ambulance inflation factor adjustment. The first element of the formula is the consumer price index for all urban consumers, or what we call the CPIU, which pulls data from the 12-month period ending in June of the previous year. For this year, June 2021 was the cutoff. Once that value was arrived at, then the productivity adjustment is configured. The productivity factor is equal to the 10-year moving average of changes in the economy-wide private non-farm business multi-factor productivity index, or the MFP, which begins January 1 of 2014 in its calculation, This value is then subtracted as an adjustment to the CPIU. The resulting AIF is represented by the following formula. The CPIU less the MFP value equals the AIF adjustment. The AIF is then added into the base calculations, 
which are sometimes offset by adjustments in the Regional Geographic Practice Cost Index, or what we call the GIPSI or the GPCI values for the new fee schedule, which the public use file, PUF, is released near the end of the fourth quarter of each year to allow the Medicare administrative contractors to adjust their payment systems. Now let's look at the different pieces of this AIF puzzle. The CPIU is the statistical metric developed by the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics used to monitor the change in the cost of a set list of products. It is really a pseudo-inflation factor metric. While not directly measuring inflation, the value of the statistical funnel provides the federal government with a view into price trending and predicts the severity of pending inflation or deflation. The government statisticians use a cross-section of eight major groups spanning 200 types of goods in order to arrive at the CPIU metric. Those eight major groups include food and beverages, housing, apparel, transportation, medical care, recreation, education, and communication, plus a miscellaneous category labeled other goods and services, or for such things like tobacco and smoking products, personal care items and services, or things like hair care, funeral expenses, just to name a few. The monitoring the fluctuations in the prices urban residents pay to purchase certain sets of quote-unquote basket goods ensures that the government can effectively follow the cost of living for those persons residing in the sample statistical areas, given the fact that approximately 80% of the American population resides in urban areas, this calculated data set is a very useful tool for fiscal planning and review agencies. Let's now look at the MFP. You know, you got to ask the question, are we more efficient as time goes on? Well, the feds think so. And as such, several years ago, the MFP was added to the AIF formula. The multi-factor productivity calculation measures changes in economic output per unit of combined units. Indices of MFP adjustment are pulled from the American economy based on private non-farm business and manufacturing sectors of the economy. MFP measurements reflect the joint effects of many variables, including the overall effect on economic efficiency based on the additions of new technologies, calculating economies of scale, managerial skill ratchet, along with added changes in organization factors surrounding production. Using the MFP equates to the government tempering any notion of rising costs, which they believe are offset by our ability to work smarter and increasingly efficient over time, which they believe offsets the impact of raw inflation. As such, the decision was made to add MFP to the AIF formula, in essence imposing that the ambulance industry does not require a full parallel inflationary boost because during that same time, the MFP, in their uh, belief, proves that we have become more efficient. Is the MFP debatable? You bet. But until Congress decides to adjust and ultimately affix the ambulance fee schedule, this is what we have to live with in our industry year to year. All right, so now you understand how the AIF is calculated. Let's look at this year's numbers. 
with inflation at such a high, the CPIU jumped from 5.4% last year to 9.1% this year. Luckily, the MFP only ticked 0.1% higher, landing at 0.4%. And as such, the formula for the new year to arrive at the AIF is the CPIU at 9.1%. We subtract the MFP at 0.4%, and we re, uh, the resulting AIF is 8.7%. Now, hooray for the increase. Any increase is good. But will the feds rain on our AIF increase parade? If the ambulance extenders are allowed to expire at the end of 2022, the 8.7% increase will turn out to be a bust. In a previous podcast, we spoke extensively about the possibility of those extenders expiring at the end of this calendar year. Congress must act quickly and decisively to extend those extenders. And as advocated by the American Ambulance Association, it would be an added bonus and expression of appreciation to the ambulance industry if those extenders were increased. On top of that, there's the possibility that what we call PAYGO or P-A-Y-G-O may also affect the end payment by 4%. We're biting our fingernails, folks. We'll have to keep our fingers crossed and watch um, for future updates as they come along. And certainly, we will update you here at the QMC EMS Board and Holler podcast as these events unfold. So until that time, when we learn exactly what the adjustment uh, will phase in and whether there's going to be any negativity in any of the uh, loss of either the bonus payments or paygo affecting we'll take this news of the highest aif in history and run with it and celebrate and hope for the best as our industry experiences some of the most historic financial strains that we have ever seen there's more to come stay with us we'll let you know and folks that's that's a wrap uh thanks for uh, spending time with us uh, we love when you join us here at the EMS Board and Collar Podcast. On behalf of everyone uh, at QuickMed Claims, uh, we wish you a great day. And of course, as always, we end with this. Be safe out there. Take care, folks.